figure we need some like pick me up music this morning. What's going on, everybody? Patrick Ali here with another episode of Live on Real Estate. Um, you know, I feel like the realest real estate podcast in the entire universe. Um, once again, uh, joined by Henry Doe. What's this, happening? Made a few appearances recently. I know it's great. I love it. I love it. And uh, today's special guest appearance. Well, we have two special guests, but well, main guest. Uh, Dan Beasley of Realty IQ, how are you? I'm great, man. Go Good. We're gonna we're gonna go get, green. Right, right. <laughs> for sure. We're gonna get to you in a minute here because you got a long history. With uh, with us here at Hall Financial, absolutely, it's all, and, all good. And then uh, one of our fearless leaders here, uh, Chris Foster, hanging out. What's up, guys? He's gonna uh, he'll he might have a one liner or two in here today. He's busy. So, yeah, he's busy. for sure. He was, he's busy he guy. Here, he was here till like eleven o'clock last that's night. That's true. So. That's true. Uh, so this is what we do. We do you know talk about real estate, talk about uh, mortgages, hopefully add value back to everybody. Um, so let's just jump into it. How are you, sir? I'm awesome. That's good. Everything's great, man. What? The market's the market is on fire. Yeah, weather's breaking a little bit here. I imagine that that definitely helps you pick up this uh, this business quite a bit. Yeah, I mean it's you know January and February we see the typical slowdowns. Yeah. But uh, come March and uh, the, as soon as the snow starts to to, to melt, everyone is out. I yeah. Mean, it's it's multiple offers on everything. Mm-hmm. Houses are selling you know, in a day or two. Do you ever do you ever see an issue with you know? I mean I know it's cold and a lot of people don't like to go out, so that's. <laughs> why the inventory seems low because not a lot of people are selling. Do you ever really see a huge fluctuation year to year in the wintertime? I mean, are you still selling homes? We start to see a, uh, a slowdown or an inventory increase typically starting in like uh, October, November. Right. Um, and mostly the reason that those houses are out there is because the seller's overpriced. Right. And so, you know, and then of course you got to let, you've got less buyers coming into the market and um, you've got sellers that are trying to be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, greedy, if you will, yeah. on their price points. So those houses sit around, and you know, eventually they they come to the realization right. that the uh, that they need to drop those prices. And, and with Realty IQ, you just opened up December, right? That's opened right. The doors officially. Mm-hmm. So how was that transition? I mean, you're you're in that time where you know houses are uh, they're there, but you know, like you said, the industry kind of slows down a little bit in those couple of winter months. Well, you know, you really, in my opinion, don't really want to open up a, a real estate office in uh, in May at the peak of sales. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like that's not the time because you're you need to be focused. You need right. to be, you know, on your game um, and not distracted by building your foundation, if you will. Yeah. And so um, we open up in December, and it's been absolutely amazing. Um, you know, you guys have given us some amazing insight. Um, the the uh, the focus was to build the foundation. You know, we, we look right. at it like building a house. I mean, you have to build a strong foundation first, and by doing that through uh, through technology and um, and just a community of experience amongst uh, both comp- uh, partners like Hall Financial mm-hmm. and within my own organization. Right. You know, we just uh, we build a strong foundation that we can we can launch our ourselves into you know into right. our future well and, and foster actually brought this up yesterday with our team because we're doing a little bit of movement here too and kind of building team atmospheres and stuff and one of the biggest focuses is building a, st- a solid infrastructure and you can't have a successful sustainable business without having you know the right structure in place and the right people and, and as from what i understand from the email is that you have 10 agents right now that's right so tell us a little bit about because that's what i'm curious i want to know a little bit more about realty iq and the reason why you you know, went off and did your own thing and, and 
what are some of and especially what are some of the holes that you're seeing and trying to fix with with Realty IQ? There's great information in this. Well, you uh, know, email. it really all started with this. I mean, I've been in this business a long time, mm-hmm. and I've been you know one of the top five percent of agents around no Metro Detroit. No agents ever say that, bees. Yeah, never. <laughs> I've been in this six months. Just to let you guys know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's put it this way. I've been in this longer than Henry's been alive. All right. Yeah. Right. That is true. So that's I. Not, I that's I, not that long. I though. can make some claims that, that he can't. That's okay? awesome. That's awesome. But anyway, um, you know, it's it's real easy as an agent to just kind of sit back and just do your thing every day, and you know, you be left alone. Right. But I I had a, a sort of an awakening in the fall, mm-hmm. and uh, it was time. I mean, I've changed a lot of lives. I've changed a lot of a lot of people's lives throughout the entire metropolitan Detroit area over a lot of years, and I can only do so much as right. a as an individual, you know. And so what I basically I said, you know, it's time for me to to really take this level of experience that I have. And really grow something that will change more lives. Yeah. How can I do that? And I needed to do. I can't do that by myself. Just I need, multiply it. I need to do that through multiplication. Yeah. And um, and so that's really the foundation is is changing lives. I mean, it sort of sounds like a cliche, but but that's really the bottom line. Right. Is changing the lives of buyers and sellers. And really, when you um, as an agent, you know, the things that we look for is the number one is 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 honesty. Is yeah. having someone that is, that is truly passionate about honesty and wanting to change other people's lives. Um, it's not about the money, you know. I mean, because the, the it's not about the income. Because when you are truly passionate about what you do and about changing lives of your customers for the better, that that comes. It right. just comes naturally. Um, and every agent has hundreds and hundreds of people that they know. They might not even realize it, you right. know. But their their sphere of influence is huge. And um, you've got a lot of really, really good agents in metropolitan Detroit. There's no question. Um, you've got some big teams and some big mega agents. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we focused on is that the only uh, – Henry knows this number. We talked about it yesterday. Only 22% of the transactions are done by these mega agents and teams. So that means 78% wow. of the business out there is done by, by – by, Agents that are not considered mega agents are on teams. Right. And let me ask you. Let me ask you this, you guys. What percentage do you think of the uh, transactions out there are actually, uh, uh, would you call sphere of influence or, or uh, referral type? Oh God, I would say it probably it has to be north of eighty. It's close. Yeah. Eighty percent. North of eighty. So when you stop and you think about it, all of this. Essential radio advertising mm-hmm. and Zillow and all that kind of stuff. I mean, those are only going after 20% of the market. Right. 80% of the buyers out there and sellers are using people that they know and trust. Yeah. And so we implemented a technology platform, or we're in the process of implementing a te- technology platform, thanks to Henry, who introduced me to it. Uh, it's called Ylopo. Yeah. And Ylopo, uh, spelled backwards, are the last letters of the word monopoly. Mm-hmm which essentially is the greatest real estate game in the world, right? Right. So they wanted to turn it on its, on its side, essentially, right. is what they did. And what Ylopo is, is it's a, it's a platform for um, reengaging your sphere of influence. 
and totally capitalizing on your sphere of influence through social media. Yeah. And I mean, you've heard of obviously CRMs or contact relationship right, right, managers. Right. Everybody's got those today. Um, you know, email marketing and so on and so forth. But what Y Lopo does is it takes it to a completely different level through intelligent texting, through re-engaging with your sphere of influence on a continuous basis so the agent doesn't have to continuously make the right. calls and reach out to these guys uh, and reach out to their sphere. And it, it, uh, it allows the agent to, to uh, personally connect with each one of their, their sphere of influence yeah. people. Um, and the response across the country from the users of YLOP has just absolutely been incredible. Right. Uh, so much greater than um, so much greater than the Zillow leads because these are people that are actually connected to you. Right. So. Well, and it's interesting to me too to see how much social media has now played a factor in anybody's business. Whether you're in more, it's I think it's any industry. Um, you're basically your resume is there. I mean, for everybody to see. You know, it's funny. I I, I always. Uh, kind of joke around like like Foster every time he has a closing he always puts number 1 of whatever his goal is number 2 of whatever his goal is but the funny thing is is when people understand that and see that it's not just saying yeah hey I got you know I've done 100 transactions so far it's showing that you know this guy is passionate enough about his business that the the opportunity is now coming to him through referral business and that's you know that 80% um, but you know, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit more about that. You know, the difference in using something like a Zillow, where because Zillow's getting into mortgages now, right? You know, and trying to trying to take over our industry, and they've been trying to take over the real estate industry for a very, very long time. Um, versus you know other platforms that are you know used today. Well, you know, in terms of Zillow, I mean, when it all boils down to it, our business is a, it's a people's business, right? You know, and Zillow doesn't have the connectedness the connectedness to the to the customer right you know i mean i i'm not sure what zillow's plan is i'm sure they're going to try to take take us out i mean mm -hmm. it's i would think that that's probably what their what their goal is because they've got all the, the they've got so many people that are coming to their site and so they're going to capitalize in every way they can right um if that means sellers not listing with real estate agents and listing with Zillow. I mean, I, I, don't, I just don't get it. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't understand it because, because when it all boils down to it, the agent negotiates on behalf of the seller. I, I just don't see someone from, from Zillow being able to negotiate from Seattle. Right. Okay. Or, or whatever their plan is. And this, and on the same on the flip side, I mean, someone's going to buy directly through, through Zillow. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're going to buy from for sale by owner, I mean, you know how many sellers they they can't even they can't even figure out a purchase agreement much less try to negotiate <laughs> on their own yeah and and it's like it's it's just the negotiating side alone and, and the personal connected to the, being most people they they need a consultant right and they need to, they need that person in the middle right. um, and I just don't see how Zillow is going to uh, be able to 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 do that I could be wrong but you know yeah. I know that's don't see it well that's that's why Zillow only owns twenty percent of the business. You know, right. and, it, and I feel like advertising, you know, radio, TV, whatever it is, it, it's based off the brand, right? right? So, true. you know, you got 20% of the business, 
from Zillow or advertising or whatever and 80% for sphere of influence, right? And then you also got 20% of the big guys owning the market. That's kind of what correlates, you know, right. that's and, what makes it happen. And I know we say it and it's, you know, corny sometimes to hear it, but it, it really is more personal attention, I think, and having like a true professional. We I say this, I feel mm-hmm. like every week on the podcast, but having somebody in your corner at all times that can educate you every step of the way, can hold your hand if needed, but back off if, if that's something that you prefer. Um, I think is a huge win, and I don't think you can get that from a platform. I mean, that that's going with Zillow, Facebook, anything. Even the CRMs that are out there that kind of help you do the job, you know, it, it really takes somebody that cares uh, and essentially just gives a shit about what they do for a living um, and, and that education piece. Well, hey, absolutely. I mean, you guys, you, you know, we were just – I was just talking to uh, the Nathan out there, right? And we were just talking about how so many – how many mortgage products you guys have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, takes, it takes some time to really understand the, the, the client and understand right. what their true needs are. I mean, are they mm-hmm. going to – are they here for five years? Do you put them in some sort of an adjustable rate? Or are they planning on living in this house for the rest of their lives? Are we right. putting in, in something that's more long-term? I mean, what, is, what does that customer need? What – you know – Everybody needs something a little different, right? And there's only one way to, to do that, and, and you can't put them in a box, like you said. Right. The platform puts them in a box, and you just can't. This is this is too big of a of an investment in in someone's lives. I mean, this is this is where they they raise their kids, and this is where they you know they celebrate their holidays with their families. I mean, how can you put that in a box? Right. Right. And and it's just it's it's about being available, I think. And it's again, it's about educating and being the true professional. So kind of flipping the script a little bit, talking about where the market is. You know, that's one of the biggest things that we talk to our clients a lot of times about is like the biggest question you get, what's the interest rate? What's this? What's that? I mean, we're seeing, you know, and David said it actually on WJR, uh, was it yesterday yes. or the day before? Yeah, yesterday. Yesterday he was talking about, you know, we're at an 11-month low right now, and interest rates are low, which means a couple of things for people. Number one, more money in your pocket if you so choose to, or, or at the same time, um, allowing you to qualify for a little bit more in your mortgage. And I think he, I can't remember exactly the stat that he brought up, but it was like something like seven grand between where interest rates were to where interest rates are. Those same people are able to qualify for about seven, you know, seven, I would say seven to 10 grand more now where the market is. So Talk about, you know, when you're at a buyer's consult and you're having conversations. I mean, I know that the mortgage side isn't something that you really need to bring up as a necessity. You kind of leave that to professionals as we leave the real estate to you. But how are you having those conversations with your client up front? Because those are always what we're curious about. I, I, I don't understand your question. What, what so, conversation like when are you having? When you're in a buyer's consult, okay, and you're, right. you're having a conversation with somebody that's potentially buying a home, what does your, your conversation look like, number one, on the real estate side? But the education piece of, you know, where the market is today versus what you could potentially buy or, or what you could potentially sell your home for. Well, you know, the bottom line is that when we when we when we're talking with our customers for the first time, especially you know, obviously right. buyers, um, you know, we've got we've got to we've got to understand why are they selling? Yeah. Uh, if 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 they are selling, or, right. or in a sense, why are they why are they buying what they need to right. buy or what they're telling where they're going to buy? Um, and so uh, everybody, obviously, they, they want more than what they can usually afford. Right. You know, and, and so the first thing that we do, the first absolute first thing that we do is we make sure that they're financially capable of, of buying what they're dreaming about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the absolute first thing that we do is we make sure that they, they, they come to Hall Financial to make sure that they can 
They can right. buy what they're looking to do. Um, and then we, then it becomes an eye opener. It, right. they, they, we really have to be completely upfront with them and say, look, this is what this is where you are. Right. Um, this is where your payments are going to approximately be with taxes and insurance. Um, you know, is that something that you are comfortable with? Yeah. And then this, these are the areas that you can afford to be in. Okay. Right. Um, you know, with the with the help of uh, you know, Zillow does really help people find homes. I mean, they right. they Zillow and Realtor.com and Trulia, these are all big platforms. They're great at finding homes for folks. Uh, but they, um, um, you know, we ask them that when they when they do find these homes. Uh, to make sure that they reach out back out to us, uh, yeah. it, because it's it's easy. Back in the day, we we had the resources. We they didn't have these buyers didn't have these right. resources to find these homes on their own. The second the house hits the market, buyers find out about it just as fast as we do, right? As fast as an agent does, and so um, you know we we make sure that they're they're coming back to us as quickly because this market is moving so fast yeah. that buyers have to be educated to that too. So they have to have all their financial stuff together. They have to have a full understanding of exactly what's going on with this transaction because, perfect example, a house came on the market yesterday in Royal Oak. Yeah. Uh, it hit the market yesterday at 4 o'clock, 4.30. Uh, I'd be surprised if the house is still on the market at noon today, okay? Uh, right after this show, I'm going, to, I'm going to show it to two different buyers. Really? Because you've got, you've got to make a move now. It's going to be a multiple bid situation, and you know what? Buyers got to know about that. They, yeah. they, they can't walk into a situation and think, oh, I got, you know, I, I'll get back to you tomorrow. It's not going to be there. Yeah, sure. It's just, it's just, it's just not going to be. I hope that answered your question. Oh yeah, no, it, no, it know. does. And you know, going kind of going back to something you said, and Foz, I want you to talk about this a little bit. You know, going back to kind of buyers' wants versus needs. Do you think that TV really influences that much when it comes to like you know a, a buyer goes into a home and they have to have granite countertops, they have to have you know the best cabinets, and they have to have the the home already like in perfect condition. Do you think that TV influences that more, or do you think that it's the platforms like Zillow that are showing homes, but then on you know one thing we find on Zillow is when they break down the payment, a lot of times taxes and insurance and you know standard rates aren't added to that. So it'll say fifteen hundred bucks, but the payment for that home is actually eighteen hundred or nineteen hundred, and it's out of that range. Yeah, we see we see that a lot, unfortunately, in regards to just how they show it. Right? I mean, that's that's marketing for you. Right. Um, I feel that a lot of clients, you know, a lot of my clients right now, when they are making the move, there's two people, two reasons people are making moves right now. Number one, in my opinion, they can get value for their home. Right. Right. I mean, you know, 20, 30, 50, 80, $100,000 worth of equity because they bought it over the last five to 10 years. And obviously we know what happened. Number two, some people are just now getting into their, their next home. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Right. I think those are the two main reasons school districts are very important you know i yeah. get that question quite a bit from clients like hey you know where is this one or you know most of the time they already know so yeah i, I don't really think that there's a specific answer when it comes to what's in the house right, right. i mean that stuff is all cosmetic and can get m made different after they buy it so yeah. i guess again I, I always have a strong opinion on how i feel that's not something i see right so maybe i just kind of turn off the noise if people think that right i just don't really well think when that. you just just to clarify for everybody when you bought your your last house didn't you have to uh, like put a hole in the wall or one of your couches put a hole in the wall in the <laughs> basement or something like that moving it downstairs 
yeah, that's not going to come out anymore. That's <laughs> that, that dirty drywall. <laughs> so that's a thing. Everything's cosmetic. Everything. Well, that's awesome. So, you know, as we wrap this show up, tell us kind of what your goals are for 2019. I know that you're looking to grow a little bit more. So, you know, get a quick plug on that, too. Well, what's, um, you know, we've got 10 agents, like we said earlier. Um, our goal for 2019 is to, to be at 50 or more agents. Mm-hmm. Um, and our goal for uh, 2020 is to be at 100 plus. Okay. Um, our we've got a 2,800 square foot office in Northville. Nice. Um, we have what I would say is probably the most aggressive compensation plan that you're going to find in anywhere in our business. Um, it's uh, our goal is to allow the the agent to save that money that they were paying to the big brokers, mm-hmm. the traditional style brokers and put that money and reinvest that money back in themselves uh, through uh, lead generation, through whatever means that they need to yeah. do. Uh, so we're, we're, expecting, um, we're expecting some unbelievable growth here. Um, our, uh, the, way, the way that we're building our team is, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's through technology and it's through uh, just basically word of mouth. Yeah. Because this, in our business, once once people grasp a hold of the type of, of uh, compensation plan that we have yeah. and the, the, the foundation that we're building, um, I, don't think, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be would, able to beat us. Would you send us a quick breakdown? And it seems very much agent-heavy, I mean, the, the compensation plan, oh, yeah. and I think it's great. I think it's awesome. So whether you're looking to yep. buy, looking to sell, looking to join a new team that's, um, that's you know, fastly, quickly, quickly growing, quickly give us your, all your info, phone number, email, so we can get a hold of you. Well, uh, it's Realty IQ. We're in uh, Northville, Michigan. Um, phone number, uh, you can reach me on my cell directly at 313-550-4862. And the email is dan at soldbyiq.com. I love it. Well, you thank know. you so much for hanging Thanks, out with please. us. Uh, Chris, thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate it. Henry. Appreciate it. Jess hanging out in the corner. All right, that's another episode of Live on Real Estate in the Books. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good job.